0: Hey, everybody. This is Addison Berry, and you're listening to the OCO Labs podcast, the show that explores the question, how can we create sustainable businesses that care for people and make the world a better place? On today's episode, I'm joined by my colleague, Ashley Jones. This is episode number eight, which is a book chat about The Gifts of Imperfection by Brene Brown. Now, this was Brene's third published book, and is the one that she recommends for people to start with on her work if you've not read any of her other books yet. It's a book about embracing who we are versus who we think we're supposed to be. She calls it an invitation to the wholehearted revolution. In her words, choosing authenticity and worthiness is an absolute act of resistance. The book covers some of her earlier work on shame and her definitions of a wholehearted life before it dives into 10 guideposts to walk you through some important points to ponder and then act on. And those are authenticity, self-compassion, resilient spirit, gratitude and joy, intuition and trusting faith, creativity, play and rest, calm and stillness, meaningful work, and then the last is laughter, song, and dance. Let's just dive into it and and talk about The Gifts of Imperfection. What yeah. was your overall impression of this book, and would you recommend it or not?
1: I really enjoyed this book, and I would definitely recommend it. And I feel like I would recommend it to just about anyone. Like mm-hmm. whether like you feel like you have it totally together and you're not really into self-help or, you know, you really enjoy self-help books and you're like on this journey of personal improvement. I feel like there's something in this book for everyone, for sure. I loved it. What did you think?
0: Yeah, I mean, I I loved it. It's I, I read this book many years ago and so this was like a rereading for me and I loved mm-hmm. it the first time I read it and it's interesting like the whole self-help thing because it certainly you know I guess the kind of book it is and where you would find it in a bookstore or something like that but I feel like this one is it feels more I don't know the word that comes to mind for me is just real <laughs> like it's less about yes. fixing things on the surface and it's more about really digging deep into who you are in a way mm-hmm. that's it's it's I feel like it's more like a psychology or therapy than self-help or something, you know? Because it's it's really kind of digs pretty deep, I think, into some really cool things. And also still has action items, you know, at the end of each guidepost or whatever, or, or something for you to think about or explore a little bit more. Um, but yeah, I loved it. And it really, I feel like so much of the book really resonates for me. And in the years since i read it the first time i have made a lot of changes in my life and i have done a lot of of work and so it's really interesting to be like yep she's 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 right <laughs> like, like this is <laughs> this is like real deal stuff and if you do work on it and change things like it it just like sort of fundamentally changes the way that you move through the world so Yeah, I love it, and I I definitely would recommend it to anybody because it just has some really, even if, and even if you don't read the whole book and take it all in and and jive with the whole thing, I feel like there's something, like you said, there's sort of something in there for everyone. There's going to be some slice of this that you're like, oh, yeah, I feel what she's saying right there. Um, Mm -hmm. Because she covers a lot of ground. (laughs) I feel like in a short
1: book like it's not that long but it's like a lot of punches (laughs) yes agreed and she makes it really anecdotal almost like it doesn't Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel preachy or you know finger pointy Mm -hmm. she is talking to you about her experiences and what she's learned from these experiences and like how she thinks about things and how she's learned from her, you know what I mean? Like, and how Mm -hmm. it could help you in the future. It doesn't, I really liked it. I like her approach. um, And I will definitely be reading more of her books. This is my first one um, Mm -hmm. from Brene Brown, but I see that she she's done quite a bit. So.
0: Yeah, there are a lot of like stories and examples. A lot of them are from her life, but from other people too. And that, yeah, there's, I guess you get this sense of she's looked at this stuff a lot and she's learned a lot and she's sharing that with you, yet she also doesn't mm-hmm. have it all figured out yet.
1: Exactly. <laughs> like she's yeah. still
0: bumping around in the dark too. And it's okay mm-hmm. to bump around in the dark about this stuff.
1: Yep. She even talks about when she slips into her old patterns and what she uses to get herself back on track. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, so you don't, you don't, ever just arrived because I feel like, (laughs) I feel like, you know, I don't know if other people feel like this, but sometimes I'm just like, man, when can I just like get there? Like, when can I just Mm -hmm. be the thing? But it's, you know, I also understand that that is not the case, but it does feel nice to know that it's not the case, even for the people writing the books about it, you know?
0: Exactly. Yeah. It's a lifelong journey. Like it just, it never... Yeah, it never ends. You never check the box off and say, okay, I'm done with the work now. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, she's being pretty real about that. (laughs) Definitely. What was the biggest takeaway
1: from this book for you? The biggest takeaway? I think my biggest takeaway was, I guess, that it's okay to to still be working on the work. Like Mm -hmm. there were different pieces of the book where she would introduce a guidepost. And in my mind, I would be like, you know, I've I've worked on this. I feel Mm -hmm. totally (laughs) (laughs) feel pretty good about this section, you know, and she would go on and dig a little deeper and dig a little deeper. And then sure enough, something would resonate and I would be like, "Ooh, okay, yep. I still have some ways to go with this one. Like, I'm not, I'm not quite where I thought I was and that's okay. Like, it's fine. And like you said, she gives these little action items at the end to help you progress in that work. And she just feels, like you said, just so real. It made me feel like, like I was able to really connect with the material and connect with her and feel good about my journey also. Yeah. Yeah. I think my, my biggest takeaway was just that I am still on a journey and that is okay. Like it is fine. Yeah. <laughs>
0: nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I think I was trying to think back and I know I took notes with the first time I read this, but I, I couldn't figure out where they were. So, but the first time I read it, I think I was very much like, yeah, look at all these really good points that she has. And, <laughs> you know, like, and that there's a there's a there's a way forward, like she was putting words to things that I was feeling mm-hmm. and then sort of explaining what that, you know, giving it context and then sort of like, and here's what you can do about it you know and it was just like a little eye opening of oh you mean I don't have to just sit here and suffer (laughs) right (laughs) you know um and it was like what and then this time reading it it was interesting because I feel like the thing I took away from it was how much of our lives and the way that we're raised and the messages that we are given and the, the way we're taught our whole lives is so counter to a happy, healthy life. Because all of the things she's talking about in this book are things that we all experience. And our culture, overall, encourages these bad things, basically.
1: Totally agree.
0: And, and so it was just sort of like, oh, yeah, everybody's resonating with this, because you know, this is how we are taught to, to move through mm-hmm. life. And that sucks. And so reading this this time, I was just, I was like, at the end, I was kind of like, I'm a little bit sad, mad right now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm I'm sad that this is so much, this is something that everybody can relate to. And I'm a little bit mad that this is, this is the way that we you know, raise kids and live in and, and are taught to live our lives. So I had a, mm-hmm. It was like an interesting reaction I had to it this time or not reaction. But, you know, it's like the, the thoughts that were coming up for me. And I felt, you know, but here she is. She's basically the system's kind of screwed up and you're screwed up because of it. Here's here's what you can do to help. Yourself mm-hmm. going forward, and you know, and she definitely refers a number of times throughout the book too about parenting, and she's raising kids, and also trying to work on this yourself, but then also trying not to pass this on to your kids, right? Right. It's hard, but anyway, I think that was a big thing that I kind of felt from it this time, and I guess so. The the takeaway for me is. Yes, this is the system we live in, and and so everybody can relate to this book, which is why I would recommend it to everybody. Um, yeah, and I really want to be part of trying to change that in the future. You know, mm-hmm. and the first step to helping change that for other people is you have to change it for yourself first, right? It's like totally put the oxygen mask on first, and so it's like, all right, this work is great for me and I there's a lot of insights for me to work on and this could help make this hopefully not be so needed in the future you
1: know no I totally agree I think this book also helps you recognize where you need the work because some of the things that she brought up like I'm trying to think of a good example in the in the section where she talks about the, the need for certainty. And she was saying, like, when she she realizes when she starts asking the opinions of everybody else before she makes a decision that she's feeling a little vulnerable. And I just never quite connected those two things because I'm definitely somebody who likes to get consensus. So I didn't even know that that was a thing until she pointed it out you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so I think definitely yes you definitely have to work on yourself first or put the oxygen mask on yourself before you can help everybody else but like you also kind of have to know you need the oxygen mask like right (laughs) like hey totally (laughs) things are happening and they are not okay (laughs) right totally
0: Yes, yes, so much that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing is like this book, you're like, you're reading along, like, da, 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 and you're like, oh, uh, oh,
1: oh. Yes. I see. I had okay. so many of those moments, like, oh, well, okay, that, is, okay, got it. I didn't know that wasn't okay.
0: <laughs> right. You're like, that's but not- now that you say it, I can see what you're talking about.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm like, ah, I see why that doesn't quite make sense. Like, maybe that's not the way to go about this thing. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Got it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Do you have any
0: drawbacks or warnings about this book? Anything you didn't like?
1: Honestly, not off the top of my head. I don't think I have any warnings mm-hmm. or drawbacks. Because she's not forcing anything down your throat. It doesn't feel abrasive or aggressive. It you know what I mean? It's kind of like take the pieces that fit and leave the pieces that don't. And I do feel like if you are a human, you probably can take something away from it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. What did you think? You know, I
0: I think for me, it's it, not a drawback or a thing I didn't like, but a thing, a tendency within myself is so like Like we said, it's a a short book. It's a pretty easy read in that way. But there's a lot of pieces to the puzzle. Right. And so what I do is I look at that as a challenge of I have to do all of these things right now. Uh... (laughs) It's like, you know, so now I'm like and whack-a-mole. I'm like, I've got to, I've got to get them all. <laughs> and, and so I think just my personality type, I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Okay. Let's, let's make a list and let's do all the things. And so it's for me to step back and just be like you were saying, take the pieces away. What are the sort of biggest pieces or the most important things you're taking away? And you don't have to do every single thing. And it is a lifelong journey and it is sort of a never ending journey. Puzzles, so you can keep coming back. You don't have to do them all right now and get it mm-hmm. right. And there is no finish line with it. Okay. So I think I think that just has to do with like different ways of looking at it or personality types and such like that. I don't think that it's the book itself <laughs> that, that does mm-hmm. that. But I definitely needed to take a deep breath. Like a lot of this is it's good, it's fine. So what are the pieces of this that you do want to think about more, and just leave it at that. Because Mm -hmm. there's so many things. It's like every time you turn the page, you're like, oh, but wait, there's more.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. And I guess I do have a, maybe not a a warning in the sense that I was thinking about it before, Mm -hmm. but because it is a short book. I would just know that there's a lot in that short book like don't mm-hmm. don't just read through it in a day and right on. yeah like take some notes there's some there's some good stuff in there and you might have to reread it again like there are definitely parts that i had to go back through so you know yeah. maybe not a warning but just like you know friendly nudge
0: if you yeah. pick up the book
1: yeah heads up, heads up yeah
0: Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I didn't jam through it in a day. Sectioned it out and I was kind of thinking about it like, whoa, okay. Because yeah, it's a lot of information. And if you read it all together, like bam, in a couple of hours, I think it's too much information for your brain to hold on to.
1: Yeah, I feel like you're less likely to be able to implement any of the changes or actions Mm -hmm. because there's so much, you know?
0: Yeah. So this book is set up with guideposts. And do you have any in particular that stood out to you? Yes.
1: So I would say the ones that stood out to me, like you need to work on that more. Definitely the self-compassion and perfectionism Hmm. piece. I don't think I quite realized well, I mean, I think I've kind of always known that I can be a little bit of a perfectionist. But then when she talked, she started talking about like the life paralysis and how all of that can really hinder you in just moving forward in life <laughs> because you're so conscious of each step and not wanting to make a mistake and not wanting to fail and not wanting to, you know, be perceived a certain way that really resonated really deeply. Mm. So definitely that one. And the creativity one also, she says in the book, if you want to make meaning, you must make art. Um, And when you make creating a priority, everything is better. And I was just like, man, that is true. Like, Mm. I feel the most like myself when I get to just be freely creative. And you have to make space for that. Like, it's not a thing where you can continuously just put it off or you'll never do it. Like, you have to make time for it. And she talked about making time to do art with her kids and how important that is for her and her kids. And I was just like, man, that's definitely a piece that I feel, that I know, like, I I tell myself all the time, I want to write more. I want to paint more. I want to, you know, but it just really highlighted the fact that I have not made time for it and I should because there are benefits outside of it just, you know, making a pretty, pretty painting. You know, there are really some internal, intrinsic benefits there that I am missing out on. And then letting go of control, that one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm trying to be Um, cool. (laughs) Yeah. And like, I don't think I realized just how in control of myself I am. I feel like I'm a pretty go with the flow kind of person. But she kind of gave a little snippet about somebody who never really danced. And even when tapping their foot, they noticed and stopped and felt really embarrassed. And I'm not quite that bad. I don't mind tapping my foot. But And she talked about how dancing is this very vulnerable, freeing, thing and i was just like oh my gosh i don't dance mm. you know i don't i don't do that unless there's a setting where like everyone is dancing but i'm not going to just you know dance in the middle of the living room and i'm like why not you know but i mm. think it's that that whole control thing like not wanting to look a certain i want to look too silly like not wanting to do the dance move wrong you know what i mean yeah um so, yeah, I would definitely say those three like stood out the most for me. Like, ooh, yeah. um, <laughs> not so loud. That's kind of how I felt. Like, yeah, yelling at me. <laughs> Don't you be calling me out like that, right? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Those yeah. those were definitely my three. What
0: awesome. were yours? So the the two that stood out to me in particular, one was authenticity. And authenticity is something I actively work on because it's a core value for me. And so it's, it's super, super important in my life. And so I've been working on authenticity for a long time. But it's particularly on my mind right now because I have been struggling with it lately because i've been i've been going through i don't want i don't want to say i'm going through changes i guess what i'm doing i feel more like i'm uncovering more of who i who i truly am but i've sort of built a life around me based on you know who i'm supposed to be <laughs> instead of who i am
1: i totally get it
0: and and so i'm struggling with sharing this like who i truly am in this world of who i'm supposed to be and and so i'm having this authenticity struggle and being like wow this is so cool i'm very i'm very excited and happy internally but it's not meshing with my external world 100% because i'm a fear i'm i'm fearful of rejection of of who i truly am kind of a thing so anyway that one stood out to me because it's it's a struggle i feel like i'm very much in the middle of right now and it was just a good reminder as to why it's so important to me and that i need to to keep doing it anyway yes um mm-hmm. and then the other one for me was meaningful work um mm. because i've been doing a lot of like in in the meaningful work section she has this whole thing about slash you know like being an accountant slash painter or whatever like you know like yeah like people have these mixes and blends of 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 who they are and the, the things that they do and i've been doing quite a lot of that actually um i'm writing a novel. I've started doing a a bunch of um, visual artwork with Linocut and things like that. Um, I'm exploring a lot of things. And so I'm, I'm doing all of that stuff. And so I'm in that kind of trying to find meaningful work. But in particular, I'm also really, I really want to figure out how to make my day job, this job, more meaningful in that same way. Like yeah. She talks about in there that you don't need that necessarily in your life, but I want that.
1: That's like the dream.
0: Right. And so, I mean, and this podcast is even a part of that for me, right? Like this, the podcast is like, because I just feel drawn to these conversations. And I think this is super important and interesting stuff. And I want to do more of that, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, and so that whole, her whole guidepost on meaningful work really hit home for me of like, oh yeah it's important to feel like you're getting up in the morning and whether it's the paid work you're doing or it's something else but like there's something that is that is joyful and meaningful to you that you're heading into and like making that more and more a part of my life is I think I think that's an important thing for me to really work on and so it was like a, a little bit of a poke in the butt, you know, and be like, no, yeah, really, really. You, you need to keep going with that, do that thing and figure it out. And don't just be like, Oh, you know, whatever, man. Like as long as I'm paying the bills, who cares? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I would say those, those, totally. those for me. Yeah,
1: yeah. That meaningful work one that resonated with me too. Those slashes. Cause I, mm-hmm. it's like, yes. And yes. Like I would, I would love to have more slashes. <laughs> And just figure out how to fit it all in. And I think OCO Labs is really cool because there is the flexibility to like add in a podcast, you know, to make the work more meaningful for you. I think that's wonderful. Yeah, it's kind of a unicorn.
0: Yeah. I mean, Mm -hmm. and ideally we make it more meaningful for everyone. But also, you know, everyone on the team has different things that are meaningful to them. And so exactly. right? It's a matter of us sort of figuring out what all those things are and you know what we can and cannot do sort of within the boundaries of of what we have. I just feel like it's it's and it was like one of the quotes in the book, she was quoting from somebody else who said, Don't ask what the world needs, ask what makes you come alive and go do it. Because what the world needs is people who have come alive. Yeah. And I feel like I I would really like our company to be that too, right? Like each of us individually need to just do that in our lives, but how cool would it be to have a company that helps us come alive and can be that in the world? I don't know. Such a cool concept to me. And I'm like, how do we do that?
1: Let's do that. It (laughs) is. And I feel like we are doing that actively or trying to find the way to do it. You know, mm-hmm. we we have these avenues for personal projects and spending time to work on something that is meaningful to you and, you know, just coming off of this retreat and trying to make our collective work mean more to us collectively. I, I definitely feel like we're on a path for sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, we should probably wrap this up. Do you have any last thoughts about the gifts of imperfection?
1: I could talk about these 10 guideposts <laughs> <laughs> forever, yeah. but it's definitely a really wonderful book. I enjoyed it a lot. I'm glad you put it on the list because I don't know if I would have found it, but thank you. Awesome. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. I just love, I love the idea
0: of imperfection being kind of the goal <laughs> In yeah. A lot of ways, and like you know? looking
1: at it as a gift. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally.
0: Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think we all need a little bit of space and grace with that for sure. So
1: 1000%.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks. Thanks for reading the book. Thanks for talking about it. Um, of and course. I, we will We'll definitely be doing a little bit more Brene Brown. I think our, our next podcast will be Yet another we will have a twofer on Brené Brown. I guess.
1: <laughs> nice.
0: She's got good things to say. So She does.
1: Yeah. I'm a fan. She got me. <laughs> All right.
0: Well, I will talk to you on the next podcast then because I think that one's going to be a whole team podcast. So that'll be the first time we have everybody in the company on the podcast at the same time.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah. That'll
0: be a fun one. Hey, so thanks for listening and let us know if you have questions, comments, or suggestions for what you'd like to hear more about. You can find all of the various ways to reach us on our website at oceolabs.com. That's O-S-I-O-L-A-B-S dot com. Also, please make sure to subscribe to the podcast on your podcast provider of choice. We'll catch you on the next episode.